Welcome to the Daily Dose, where we are currently walking through an overview of the entire Bible. Join us today as we learn the story of Scripture and see God's redemptive plan through Christ from cover to cover. Let's listen to Matt Reister, Director of Christian Crusaders and the Cedar Falls Bible Conference. Today we're going to look at Mark chapter 15, verse 21. This is one verse in a section of about 12 verses about the crucifixion of Jesus Christ. This text is parallel to Matthew 27, 32 through 34. If you want a broad overview of the longer text, you can go listen to episode 584 on our podcast. What I think I'm going to do for the next few days is look at a couple little specific details that we might tend to blow over more quickly and spend a little bit of time on them, see what the Lord might have us learn or be inspired from his word by. So before we get to verse 21, Jesus has been betrayed. He's been arrested. He's been convicted by the Jewish ruling council. He's been delivered to Pilate. Pilate asks the crowd if they want Barabbas or Jesus. They want Barabbas to be freed and Jesus to be crucified. So he washes his hands, hands Jesus over to be crucified. In yesterday's text, Jesus was mocked. And here we're going to move toward the crucifixion. Chapter 15, verse 21. And they compelled a passerby, Simon of Cyrene, who was coming in from the country, the father of Alexander and Rufus, to carry his cross. So Cyrene is an area of northern Africa that had a little bit of a Jewish population back then, and so it's plausible to imagine that Simon, we don't know this for sure, but that Simon has come to Jerusalem to celebrate the Passover from Cyrene, from northern Africa. And he just happens to be in the right place at the right time, or maybe you'd say the wrong place at the wrong time. But for whatever reason, in the providence of God, right when the Roman soldiers needed somebody to carry Jesus' cross, here was this guy, Simon of Cyrene, who they compelled to pick up Jesus' cross and carry it, presumably because Jesus could not carry it any further. He'd been scourged severely, probably lost quite a bit of blood, a lot of injury to his back, maybe some other injuries to his body from them beating and mocking him throughout the night and the morning. And so here comes this random guy who, against all likelihood, is etched into history on maybe the most important day or most important couple days in the history of the world. The day that the Savior, the Son of God, the Messiah is crucified, paying the just penalty for the sins of humanity. And it's really interesting that Mark mentions that this guy happens to be the father of Alexander and Rufus. Why would Mark include this detail? Well, again, we don't know for sure, but scholars have speculated that Mark was aware of his audience's knowledge of these two guys. In fact, it's plausible that they had become believers in Christ so that the people who are reading Mark's gospel, his original audience would hear about Simon of Cyrene and they'd have a personal connection to it like, oh, Alexander and Rufus's dad did this? That's amazing. Or however the reaction would be. We don't know any of this for sure, but it did spur a thought in me that I want to share with you if you'll grant me a little bit of creative license. You might remember there's a portion of scripture where Jesus tells people that if they want to be his disciples, they're going to have to take up their cross and follow him. Well, here's a guy, Simon of Cyrene, who is literally asked to take up Jesus' literal cross and carry it to the place where Jesus would be crucified. That whole text about taking up your cross and following Jesus is a text about being totally committed to Jesus Christ, making him and his kingdom the number one priority by far with nothing close behind it in terms of what we orient our lives around and being willing to obey everything that he commands us. Now, of course, just to be clear, that's nothing that we can do on our own. But if we trust Jesus Christ, the Holy Spirit of God is 
living in us and is continually compelling us to fulfill those criteria that Jesus lays out for anyone who would be his disciple. So a question for us is, have we taken up our cross and followed Jesus? Are we totally committed? Or is this just kind of a Sunday and Wednesday thing, an Easter and Christmas thing? Or is this an entire lifestyle thing? Let me take this one step further. I would suggest that at least one evidence of whether we have done that is whether or not the people closest to us have been impacted by that. If I'm serious about Jesus Christ, the people around me know that I'm serious about Jesus Christ. And to bring it back to Alexander and Rufus, Simon of Cyrene's sons, my kids are being impacted by my faith and not just impacted by it, but they are being discipled by me to likewise take up their cross and follow Jesus Christ. Imagine what it was like for Simon of Cyrene after he was thrust into this role. It's not like he just walked up the hill with Jesus' cross on his back, put it down, and walked away never to think about these things again. In fact, you can imagine that if it was you or me in his spot, we would be glued to the outcome of that situation. If Simon wasn't already aware of who Jesus was and what he was about, from the moment he carried his cross to Golgotha, you can bet he was locked in on learning about who this guy was that had been crucified. And as he asked around and learned more about who Jesus Christ was, he would have been faced with the same question that we all have. What are you going to do about this guy? Are you going to reject his claims and go about your, are you going to reject his claims and go about your life as if he never existed or mattered? Or are you going to embrace his claims and totally orient your life around him? Not only that, but in Simon's case, not only that, but in Simon's case, you can imagine the stir that was created when reports of this guy's resurrection started to circulate. Wait a minute, Simon might think. That guy whose cross I carried up to the hill, that guy who was crucified just a couple hours after I was with him, came back to life? Once again, Simon's left with a question. Do I believe it to be true? Maybe he saw Jesus after the resurrection, along with the hundreds of others who did. Or maybe he heard the reports of some who did. Whatever the case may be, if indeed Alexander and Rufus, his sons, are believers in Christ familiar to Mark's audience, it's likely the result of the impact this situation had on their dad and his passing his brand new faith in Christ down to his sons. Now, is that actually what happened? We don't know for sure. I hope that when we get to heaven someday, we can find out the rest of the story about Alexander and Rufus and their dad, Simon of Cyrene. Whether or not that happened the way I've speculated that it might have doesn't change the fact that if you and I are serious about taking up our cross and following Jesus Christ, then it should have a significant impact on the spiritual orientation of those closest to us. And if we have children, our children or if we have grandchildren, our grandchildren. Isn't it amazing how if you stop and read one verse and just slow down and think about it, what the Lord can inspire your thoughts to consider? That's what he brought to my mind from Mark 15, 21. And I hope it was inspiring or helpful for you in some way. Thanks for tuning in. Have a great day. The Daily Dose is a podcast of Christian Crusaders Radio and Internet Ministry. Please subscribe to this podcast, leave a five-star rating, share with a friend, and prayerfully consider financially supporting our ministry at christiancrusaders.org, where you can also find our weekly 30-minute radio broadcast, which has aired on stations around the world since 1936, and where you can listen to our Conversations podcast featuring inspiring interviews with interesting Christians. Special thanks to our 2022 Daily Dose sponsor, The Family Leader. God designed three social institutions to shape our lives. 
the family, the church, and government. At The Family Leader, they're bringing all three together to honor God and bless our neighbors. Learn how and join them at thefamilyleader.com. That's thefamilyleader.com. We also want to highlight two ministry partners. First is the Cedar Falls Bible Conference, whose conference videos and schedule events are available at cedarfallsbibleconference.com. And please consider joining us for their 101st annual conference from Saturday, July 30th through Saturday, August 6th in 2022. Second, if you or someone you know could benefit from an anonymous online Christian mentor, please visit issuesiface.com, which is provided by Power to Change Digital Strategies. Thank you for listening, and may God richly bless you.